Hello, everybody. Welcome to Limited Run. Wow, that's like two in a row. My name is Richard. With me is Greg. No. And Johnny. We are definitely both here today. We are yes. going to hope that our conversation pertaining to this lovely piece of cinema is also going to help my daughter go to sleep. <laughs> you know, I have heard that our podcast is a cure for insomnia, so um, you never cause. know. I've also heard it's the cause. And people are like, I can't go to sleep because I can't understand why this exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell my mom not to call fun. you anymore. Let's let's be let's be honest. This is fun, and if you're listening to this, you wait. What are we on that spectrum? Are we the masochists or the sadists? I I don't know. Because one's oh. delivery, one's receiving. <laughs> one's a pitcher, one's I, a catcher. One's a top We're delivering. You're the other one. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. I feel like I should cut literally the last minute and <gasps> just go from hi everybody and welcome to limited run oh, that was good information <laughs> anyway we got people working their brains this is what we're here for this week we watched jack reacher tom cruise edition yes tom cruise edition <laughs> this one has a hundred percent less mutilated penises than the other one yeah you're really not selling me on the other property Bro, I don't even. You know. watched the other one. I know you did. I don't nope. remember seeing that in the other one. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, this is the first Jack Reacher thing I've watched. This whole sequence of films. No, you watched the Alan Richson one. No. I'm sure that you did. No, you kept trying to tell me to do it, and I just took the Greg approach. I'm like, no, I don't think I will. I'm, I'm relatively sure you watched it. I have not seen anything Jack Reacher. I have little hands all over my electronics right now. <laughs> oh, oh God! Skynet is. I do aware. like that she's she's currently staring right at the microphone. Yeah, and taking the, out her pacifier. The big bright light is very appealing to her right now. She loves this big bright light she's, on the mic. She she's just like, look, I see Dad talking into that. If I take out my passy. Maybe I can eat the microphone like Daddy does too. I'm just, you know what? We're just trying to. Hi. Uh oh, indeed. <laughs> we are. We are just trying to survive right now. Survival mode. Survival mode. Uh, yeah. Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise. Um, let's get into this. I'm. I'm actually excited to talk about this after starting it a half dozen times. I told you. I told you. This is it. This is your gateway to late stage Tom Cruise. I didn't say I liked it. I just said I'm excited to talk about it. I could hear it in your voice. You're, don't 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 start of... don't start working a working a, a persona up now. Be truthful. Uh, I'm on a lot of drugs, so my perception might not be reality right now. <laughs> All right, so this movie came out in 2012. It is based off of the Jack Reacher book series uh, that was by Lee Child. Uh, he handed it over to someone else for the last few. Um, and Lee Child makes an appearance in this movie. Um, this movie stars Tom Cruise, uh, Rosamund Pike, 
Werner Herzog, Robert Duvall, and a lot of other people that you've probably seen. Um, and it was written and directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie is a high-end writer and director. Uh, he wrote The Usual Suspects. Uh, he wrote and directed The Way of the Gun. And then he didn't direct anything for 12 years before doing Jack Reacher. But Jack Reacher led way to him getting Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Fallout, Dead Reckoning, and Dead Reckoning Part 2. And he was the writer on Top Gun Maverick. Okay. I mean, so he's, that's a lot of he's been working with Tom a little bit, huh? He has basically worked with Tom almost exclusively since 2012. Uh, he also wrote Edge of Tomorrow. He also wrote The Mummy. Well, we want that one. Uh, the only thing non-Tom related that he has written or directed since 2012 is Jack the Giant Slayer. I vaguely remember that. Who did that have in it? If I remember correctly, it was Nicholas Holt and Ewan McGregor. Okay. Yeah, Nicholas Holt and Ewan McGregor. Beast. Uh, so yeah, I mean, honestly, like it, looking back at this, it's kind of shocking that they were like, hey, we're going to adapt this random action novel from like a decade ago. And we're going to put all these people involved with it. Yeah. Because it's a very high end casting crew. Yeah. It's kind of what they did with um, Jason Bourne. Um, not, I mean, yeah, but also no. Um, the Jason Bourne books were not in a Right, but I'm, I'm just saying that the film series didn't start off with as high end of talent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not knocking the Bourne movies. I'm still slightly shocked you didn't just pick the Bourne movie for this. <laughs> uh, I, that was too much of a layup, I think. Because I, I love those movies, so I figured this By the way, not bad, but yeah. uh, Greg, uh, I know that you read all the Ludlum Born books and then you attempted to read the Eric Van Lustbotter Born books and you were like, these are awful and why were these made? Uh, he did stop making them and they have a new writer doing them now. Okay, well, I'll show you, check that out then <laughs> because that I, I tried to listen to the one that he kind of took the notes from the previous author. Yeah. And I was just like, no. Because those books I think, really I think that good. was Ultimatum. I thought, yeah. Legacy. That was Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, it was Legacy. I was like, I know what's going on. This is stupid. I'm in Chapter 3. So, uh, basics of this film. Uh, there is a basically murder spree done by a sniper. Ooh, this was uh, that was that, that that was tough. Just to like, I it was that was tough, man. That's why the last two weeks has it always been like daughters involved in the like <laughs> at the center of this stuff. I'm not having a good time, man. <laughs> I feel like this is like targeted. I feel very like I I you know I'm I'm I think I'm gonna put some like control and like filters in place for the next film selections and make sure I vet them. 
before I watch them because like I'm sitting there and I'm sweating. And it's not COVID sweat. It's I don't like this sweat. This is yeah. I'm very uncomfortable sweat. So anyway, uh, there is a sniper attack uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, right on the Allegheny River. Uh, five people are killed, and immediately a former military sniper is the number one suspect. Uh, to the point where it 100% looks like he did it. Mm -hmm. In order to provide a defense, he asked for them to find Jack Reacher, a drifter. That was the only thing he said. Jack Reacher. Yeah. And then, of course, he has his ass beaten, put into a coma, so he can't actually defend himself or explain his side of things once Reacher arrives. Uh, so that's kind of your plot. You know, Jack Reacher shows up, Tom Cruise, uh, meets with, uh, the prosecutor and defense attorney who happened to be father and daughter. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where it goes from there. A lot of hilarity ensues. Hijinks, even, if you will. Mm -hmm. The point of these three films that we've watched, what were, what was the classification? Reluctant action hero. Eh, this guy's a military cop. I don't think that's reluctant. He was paid to do this shit. He did not want to be there. Well, did you watch it? Yes. He <laughs> didn't want to be there. He certainly sent him to the chair. No, I like. I knew the answer to these questions. That's why I was kind of like leading into it because, like, this is my first grievance I had with this film. I understand that grievance. But go ahead. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying, like, there was some things where I was like, come on, man. Well, that brings us to our first category. Gentlemen, let's start with Johnny. Let's, let, let, you know, Greg, I, I obviously like this movie. Greg picked this movie. Johnny. Yes, sir. What worked in this movie? What worked? My yes. brain. Okay, we already established that didn't work very well. <laughs> Um, why can't I think of the actress's name that played the daughter of the state's attorney? Rosamund Pike. Yes. She worked. She's always believable in like very kind of like more serious positions. Like she, I feel like if she was an actual lawyer, I wouldn't want to mess with her. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, I'd be curious, like obviously they shot a lot of this in Pittsburgh, but I'd be curious to know, like, did they film all of it in Pittsburgh? I think the location worked, which is odd to me because like, it's not, when was the last time you can remember a film taking place in Pittsburgh that wasn't like Zach and Mary make a porno? Yeah. Uh, Taking place in Pittsburgh? I can't think of another one, but of course the Dark Knight was shot partially in Pittsburgh. Um, the way it was filmed, I actually enjoyed it. Um, the casting, you guys know how I feel. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think the casting was done well, even right up until the end with the, uh, surprise cameo. So I'll give them the nod on casting location. And I think the actual writing, I, I thought they did a really good job with the writing of this film.
Yeah, I, honestly, I do. I, I agree with pretty much what everything you just said there. Um, I know that book fans are very grumpy regarding the fact that Tom Cruise was cast as Jack Reacher because Jack Reacher is supposed to be like 6'8 or something like that. <laughs> and Tom Cruise at points in the movie is obviously substantially shorter than the people he's going up against. Tom Cruise is shorter which than is, everybody on the planet. Which is exactly what they tried to address with the whole Alan Richson thing with the TV show. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, who is the tallest dude we can possibly cast? That can actually act because otherwise we're going to have Braun Strowman on Prime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't need to go back to that era of wrestlers on media. <laughs> we need a tall man. Bring me the first wrestler you can find. Big show is Jack Reacher. um yeah that's where i'm at as far as like what i thought worked um yeah i had lots that's i i I thought the location worked really well man and the overall like atmosphere and vibe of the film that they tried to establish i think in a city like pittsburgh that is still so heavily blue collar and like not exactly one of those highly developed it's still is industrial the right word like it's still kind of an industrial city at this point. Yeah. Um, so I think like the pathos was correct. I liked how they set this up and the way they set this. I um, <clears throat> I liked how the action scenes worked out for the most part. I really liked the five on one fight. <laughs> Come on, now. it was um, a three on one fight. Yeah. Um, and I, I really liked the, um, he's, he's often the smartest guy in the room, but the stuff he's the smartest guy in the room about makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not like, hold on, let me break down quantum physics for you. (laughs) He's like, okay, look, this dude was a sniper in Kandahar and when he was a sniper in Kandahar, he did he shot this way, and this is why it makes sense that he would shoot this way and not that way. Right. Like that's that's one of the things that annoyed me about the um, Jack Ryan TV show. As much as I, I relatively did dig it, that's the one I watched. Not Jack Reacher. There's too many Jacks in friggin' these franchises, man. They need a new name. But I, you know, Jack, Jack Ryan was the smartest guy in the room on every subject. He'd be like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about nuclear bombs. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about how you shoot someone from across the room. And you don't quite get that here. Like, yes, you get a little bit of it, but it's not as bad. Um, But no, honestly, like, I, I agree. I think Cruz was well cast in this role and I thought it was well written. Uh, I thought the cast in general was stellar. I mean, you you have Robert Duvall in there for basically a bit part. I you know what I like the addition of Duvall though. It with one thing though, it felt a little out of place. It felt just yeah. a tiny bit like I don't know what it was, but like even his presence on screen just seemed to like there was more of a comedic vibe to that interaction than like had really taken place up to that point 
Like there was yeah. still some moments of comedy and stuff, but like this really just kind of stood out as one that was heavily comedic in nature. Gregory. Yes, sir. Thoughts, buddy? I thought what worked was kind of the like the pacing of the movie. Like, uh, like it wasn't like there wasn't like a downtime. Like, hey, you could watch this, and you kind of flipped through the different chapters. Uh, like through, like, like flipping through a book, you know the good pacing. Yeah. Right. So very few movies do that anymore. I feel that's part of the issue I have with some of these other like new movies that are coming out. Like, there's that dead time, or like you, know, oh. Like at World's End is a good example of that. The pacing of that movie was horrible. You had ideas, but it didn't feel like a concurrent idea. Like it would it, like you were going from step one to step two, versus going from one to three to eight to ten to twelve. This movie felt very put together, very clean as far as the way it was written, and it, mm-hmm. it made you believe that it was, you know, a, a completed movie. No, I, I agree with you on that. I actually, it's kind of funny because after watching Taken, I remember having similar feelings to this movie as what I had with Taken overall. And after watching Taken, I was like, oh, God. This movie's going to be god-awful, isn't it? But no, like I, I just, this is a movie that could be brought up to a very high high or it could have just been phoned in. And granted, I know Tom Cruise doesn't phone shit in. Right. But that doesn't mean that the movie overall had to live up to that level. Right. Um, and I, I did. I felt I really felt like this movie was elevated past what its concept should have been. Yeah. Like, there's, there, there could have been so many other parts like so many things that could have like they could have cut out that like oh that would have really changed the perception of the movie and they made good editing decisions um one thing well, I'll get to it in a minute but like the cinematography of the movie like the way it was some of the cer- like certain perspectives like when he was setting up the initial you know shooting the bad guy you know, yeah. When, when they were using the site to find stuff, that yeah. was kind of odd. Like it's, I know that's not how a sniper would do it, but I mean, I guess you got to do something. They can't make everything really accurate, but because why would you look through a small hole to try to p- pick your targets? You would pick them and then zone in and shoot them, but. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being hypercritical. I think the point of the initial one was that he didn't have a an actual target outside of his one. Right. He had the one target, but the but he didn't actually he didn't really care about the other one too. Yeah, yeah, the other guy, other people, but or the other other four. Yeah, the other mm-hmm. four, but but it's not that like you're not going to look for targets that way though. Like you, like you're looking... Greg, Greg, I'm not a sniper, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> tell me that makes sense. You're gonna zoom in on something that's hundreds of yards away, like say 200 yards away. Look through something that's gonna give you about, you know, 
two feet visibility for something that's a you know a quarter mile long. Does that make any logical sense? Like, look for targets. He's that good. He's, that He's good. not that good. <laughs> Greg, you're killing the movie. It's only going to be five minutes if you're responsible for the story. <laughs> but like he could have literally looked through and found found them with actual like a sight, like you know, like a normal sniper would. Okay. Like through with you know binoculars. Look, I have played Silent Scope, and I know that even once you find them with your sight, you still got to look around. Yeah, but you're not going, you know, hundreds of feet one way, hundred feet, hundreds of feet another way to go back to a third one and then a fourth one. You don't pick your targets through that thing. But that's that was just a, like a small Greg thing. <laughs> Greg is now explaining why I'm terrible at Destiny. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, this all now makes sense of why I'm not good at this game. Great. Like you like you're you know, when you're looking through binoculars, like, oh okay, that's where they're at. And you're just like, okay, then I can just bring up the gun and you're in the general direction, then you find it, shoot. I don't know. That could be a discussion for later type of thing. But as as okay, well, we've reached what didn't work. Uh, Greg, you've already kicked us off. Do you have anything else that didn't work that you want to talk about? Um, actually, the only other thing that didn't work for me is when he was getting chased and people helped him. Nope, not going to happen. I mean, you're talking about Pittsburgh, and you're talking about like blue-collar people where like cops show up, and they're just like, eh, <laughs> hide him in the crowd. I love the dude handing him the hat. Come on now. It's it's a feel good, but an unrealistic feel good. And there's no way the cops don't stop that, bro. There's no way. It's Pittsburgh, Greg. You've dealt with Pittsburgh pirate fans. We're not dealing with the like top of the heap here. <laughs> but um, that's what I'm just. That's like little things like that. I understand what they put in the movie. It's a movie. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be accurate, that type of stuff. But come on now. You're telling me that if I'm sitting there waiting on a bus and this dude gets out of a car that was getting chased and, by the police, I'm going to let him stand by me. I'm like, motherfucker, well, here he is. And let's, let's the car continue to roll. Right. Bro, come on. That's, you could have made You could have changed that a bit. But, you know, that's fine. I kind of I kind of dug it. I mean, don't get me wrong. The people's reaction is complete and utter bullshit. But I kind of dug it. Welcome to I cinema. I say it wasn't cool. You know, but, bro. You could have done something different there. Yeah. The, the, the chase scene was awesome. The driving was great. That, that type of stuff was awesome. But, come on. Give me something. Yeah, that's that's why they basically that scene and actually the soundtrack wasn't very good either. But I couldn't even tell you I, I remember any of the music or the soundtrack I, that, that was used. That's what I that's what I was saying. I don't remember any music. There's a score, but that's what I mean. I don't the think score. there's any actual music. No, oh, the score is generic as shit. Oh. It it goes back to the whole like the the cast and the writing completely elevated this movie. The score is as generic as you can possibly get for something like this. Yeah. 
And that and that's fine. I mean, it's not like it's it it didn't detract from the movie. So and it didn't really yeah, it didn't really need a lot of it. Well, it's it's generic in the way that like it kind of works. Like it doesn't stand out. You're not like, "Wow, that music is really fucking good." But it also doesn't detract from it. I also don't always need to hear anything else but what's going on in the film. And I feel like we've kind of gone the other direction. That Air film that came out about Air Jordans. I could barely get into that one because it's just being beaten over the head with music over and over and over. And you can't get into a scene because as soon as they try to transition, it's just boom. Here's another song. Boom. Here's another song. Boom. Here's another song. And I'm like, everybody's chasing James Gunn, man. It's, it's, it's driving me nuts. So that I will backtrack and also say the sound work that they did on this was great because I was actually able to just enjoy what was going on screen. And I wish a lot of studios would get away from this. Like they think they need to produce an official soundtrack. That's going to go platinum for whatever damn reason. No, if I want to hear those songs, I'll buy the albums that they're on. This was great. They did a good job of just giving us a movie. I think it was just mixed well. Yeah. Like there wasn't any th- things that were loud that were, they were pleasantly loud. Like you didn't, you didn't, you know, go from a quiet area and then bang, just smash your ears a bit. So, which was good. I think it was okay. That brings us to our our remaining two questions, and then you know any additional things we want to talk about. Number one, is there anything people should watch before they watch this? <laughs> like, is there anything in the genre that you're like, if you're watching this, you probably should have already watched this first? I I, I wouldn't say anything. There, there's no precursor to this one. Because if you watch Jason Bourne, you're gonna like that more. So, I think this just—I <laughs> think this stands alone on its own merit. I don't think we need to like preempt this with anything. Um, obviously, Richard, you have a different perspective based on the fact that, like, how many Jack Reacher films are there? Two. There are two films, and there is about to be two seasons of TV. Okay, so you've clearly seen all of these in some type of order. So, I mean, you're your perspective on it is probably going to be a little bit more well-rounded and insightful. Um, I don't feel like you need to watch anything else before you watch this. Uh, To be completely honest, I agree with you on that. Um, This is definitely the better of the two movies. Uh, Second movie is decent and it has Colby Smulders. Smulders? Yes. Has Maria Hill in it. Um, Put some respect on that. You're talking about a Canadian. You better clean it up. She plays an American in it. Don't care. <laughs> um. So yeah, it has her in the second one. So and and it's not it's not bad. Like it's it's decent. Um. The TV show I I enjoyed from what I remember of it. It's it falls in the trap of being an Amazon slash streaming show where I did watch the entire series. I enjoyed the first season, and I think it came out three years ago, so I'd remember very little about it. 
Uh, that being said, I don't think you need to watch anything before you watch this. Okay. Uh, one thing I do want to note, this is now our second run in a row where we have ended our run with a movie with Rosamund Pike in it. <laughs> she was in yeah. The World's End. Buddy's yeah. sister, right? Wait, is she British? So, uh, <laughs> uh, I think so. Because now I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, her name is Rosamund, so yes, she was born in London. Okay. Uh, now, that being said, check out our next limited run where we will end with Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, God. And just to be clear, that's not going to happen. <laughs> we, we haven't discussed what our next run's going to be, but it will definitely not end with Gone Girl. Goodness. Um. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the question, gentlemen. Is this movie required viewing? I. This is where the I fact that Johnny of all people is is like well, I don't know maybe, and sitting here thinking required through it is such tells like a you weird this is a good like. Movie. Required is such a just like hammer word. You know what I mean? Is it required? No. Will you enjoy it? Probably. Am I going to suggest it? I don't know. Do you like this style of film? If you don't like this kind of film, you're not going to like this. Well, right. That's a given. I mean, if you're someone who's like, I don't like comedies, and I'm like, I got a great movie for you. It's called Hot Fuzz. <laughs> it's... It's not a good answer, but Hot Fuzz is still required viewing because it's freaking Hot Fuzz. If you're into the like the Tom Clancy and the John Grisham stuff, like if that's your wheelhouse, then yes, I would say this is required viewing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I that's I I put it up against if I'm going to pick one or two like this or Born, it's going to be Born. Right, but if I'm you don't have for, to pick between this and Born. I know I don't have to, but I don't feel like it's. <laughs> but he's going to. Shoot. <laughs> I, like, I'm not required to watch this. I watched it on, I think it was your rec recommendation originally. So I didn't watch it before then. It was also like that in John Wick. I didn't watch that until you recommended it to me. And that's, that was an amazing movie. Yes. But I, like, I don't put this anywhere near those two movies as far as action goes. Like if, if it's on, so if it's on TV, I wouldn't turn it off. But I'm not like, Hey, you have to spend two hours and eight minutes of your time to watch this. Is that how long this is? Yeah. That's really if you watch some of the credits. It was two hours and ten minutes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's All where, right. like, it, that's what I'm saying. The flow of the movie was great. It was like one of those things, but two hours of two hour movie. It's like eh, you could have. He told a great story. They could have cut stuff, but but I like the pacing, so I'd, I don't want them to cut anything on it. I like the way it was. Yeah, there's there's very little in this movie that I think that you can cut. Um, I like little seconds here and there. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's not going to make more than maybe five to seven minute difference. And and it's not gonna be cutting an entire scene. It'd be cutting like the last thirty seconds off the scene where he's in the uh, evidence locker, and the cop is like, "Hey, 
what was the serial number on that gun? Like you could cut that 30 seconds. Yeah, that doesn't really help. But It doesn't do anything other than, than make people be like, oh yeah, okay, Reacher's kind of a badass with a photographic memory. It's just too bad he's smaller than a hobbit. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Five on one, baby. Five on one. Which coincidentally is also Tom Cruise's height. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going with not a requ- not required viewing. I'll think of other. There's other movies I'd recommend over it. I okay okay. I, I you know honestly, is, if yeah. I'm being honest, I don't think that I would necessarily make this required viewing or not. I, I'm sorry, I don't think I'd necessarily make this required viewing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's not like Taken or World's End where I'm just like, no, no, there's way better movies that you can watch. <laughs> there are there are better movies in the genre, but you could do a lot worse than being like, I'm gonna watch Jack Reacher tonight and sitting down and watching Jack Reacher. Right. I'd wa- I'd rather watch a, like a Mission Impossible versus this. Uh, I have not watched Dead Reckoning yet. I'm very excited to do that. No, I haven't watched it either. I I just saw it came up for a rent. So, it's, I think it's going to be on Paramount Plus relatively soon. Oh, well, I'll just wait till that then. Don't know why I have Paramount Plus still, but, you know, Chelsea's not in the I, so. After Champions League, I got rid of it. <laughs> and then they kept sending me an email. They're like, for 99 cents, we'll give you three more months. And I'm like, I mean, okay. I didn't watch <laughs> shit, but yeah, okay, sure. I'll pay that 99 cents, Aaron. I've spent more on yeah. side dishes at goddamn Chipotle than I did on Paramount. Guacamole is more expensive than that. <laughs> uh, quick question for you guys then. Now that we've done the retrospect on these three films, of the three, which would you rewatch again? Uh, not taken. <laughs> I'll watch the. I'd watch the other two before I'd watch Taken. I'm gonna watch the live action Eagles music video again for two hours. That's probably it. <laughs> so uh, for you, it's Desperado. Yeah, I think like rewatchability. I, not that this one was bad, but like I just again, it's. I don't need what I'm using as an escape to be rooted in things that are happening on a daily basis on the news and in society. That shit stresses me out. No, I, I could, I could go with you on that. And, and honestly, Desperado, I mean, the reason why I started us off with Desperado is Desperado has been a rewatchable movie for me over the, over the years. I've, I know I'd said when we watched it, it had been probably a long time since I'd watched it, but I, I mean, Desperado was one of the first DVDs that I bought. Yeah. I, I watched the shit out of Desperado. Right. That's what, well, I was going like, like I Desperado was not my bag. Right. So, but I yeah. still like that better than friggin' taken. Uh, I just, I, I can't, I just, at least, at least have we, some we had in that movie. <laughs> and Desperado. We had those mid two thousand goggles on, but taken. Yeah. That was a hundred percent. I'm over here just like, oof. That was not a good movie. Richard, you keep those suckers on because you still think Ghost Rider was a good movie. I, I don't. <laughs> this is... 
I, I said that Spirit of Vengeance was at least interesting <laughs> the way it was shot. That's that's all I've ever said positively. And it was because it's done by Neville Dean and Taylor, the dudes who did Crank. And I'll have you know that every time I find a cheap copy in a bin somewhere, I have purchased multiple editions of Ghost Rider. And I can't wait for the birthday where I finally decide to give you the biggest box of like 20 copies of that goddamn film. <laughs> uh, watch it. Nobody has a DVD player anymore. Don't care. There is. I, I, I've got an Xbox with a DVD player in it. So. <laughs> uh, any other questions? What was. We covered it, right? Was there another? I thought no, there we, we've, we've done our four categories. Nice. Uh, this was a fun one. I enjoyed this trilogy. The last trilogy, I mean, it's... <laughs> what's what's that line from Bad Santa? They can't all be winners, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's been real true for the films that we've covered. Um, but it's been fun to be able to do this with you guys, and I, I really hope that people are... I know my daughter's very excited that we are doing this, um, but I, I really hope that the people that we have coming back and listening to us are kind of enjoying just touching back on something that maybe they new came out and they didn't watch it and maybe this is one of those things that next time they're going through you know it's a saturday afternoon and kong versus godzilla is not on tv god forbid um but jack reaches on tv and they're like you know what the guys seem to enjoy this maybe i'll check this out and watch it today um i mean i think that's it's kind of a cool thing that we can kind of save you that two <laughs> we're saving you two hours of your life 30 minutes at a time uh speaking of i believe Next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which we haven't put it down to paper yet, but I believe we're going to go on a Christmas slash holiday run. We aren't going to announce what it's going to be yet, but it's going to be four movies probably that are going to take us all the way up to Christmas. Yep. My favorite time of the year. Yes, Greg. Greg. You should see him. He is Santa level jolly once December hits. Yep. We. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Um, and if y'all are looking for something to be able to do next week and you've worn out that Blu-ray or that digital copy of planes, trains and automobiles, check out Dutch. If you want another like Thanksgiving Dutch. film that you want to be able to take some time and enjoy, listen, planes, trains, by far one of my favorite films of all time. I'm not going to tell you not to watch it, but if you've never seen Dutch, check it out. It is streaming, um, I think, on three or four different services right now. I, I, I don't have the list on me currently because my TV is probably somewhere centered on Joe Burrow's beautiful face for the next three hours. Um, but yeah, if you haven't, check out Dutch. It's a recommend from Greg. Richard? Have a good week, everybody.